Welcome, everybody. I am Jonathan Trowan. Welcome to another episode of Shared Humanity, a part of the self-love revolution. And we're here today, I'm really excited, with Amanda Vandergulik. Um, and she is an enthused, who I had, excited life enthusiast. <laughs> I just love, because so many of us wake up and go, oh, another day. <laughs> and I just so resonated with that. But, but before we oh. jump in, I have to share how I got connected with Amanda because she is an amazing heart, an amazing soul. And there were two special things about her which made me wanted to talk to her over a year ago, maybe even more than that. And I'm finally happy that I'm talking to her. I was, I was myself, I was about to start um, an online class that I, that I, I was producing, I was making. And so there's this new software. And of course, what do you do when there's new software? You Google it. And I found a YouTube video and it was hers and she was teaching some stuff. And I didn't understand it. So <laughs> I, I commented and I said, you know, I don't understand something. Can, I don't remember what it was, but can you help me? And she did. And it wasn't just one because I still didn't understand it. <laughs> and I think we even got on the phone and she, there were a bunch of, of emails or comments. I don't know what it was, but there was a lot of back and forth. And she helped me figure it out with just out of the goodness of her heart. And she, she has thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. And out of the goodness of her heart, she just chose to help this guy. And, and thank you, Amanda. I was really moved by that. Oh, and of course, of course. The other thing, and I want to get to your story, but the other thing that really touched me is, is at least at the time, um, you were really focused on teaching finances to children. And I don't think that's taught enough. And yeah. I have now a six-year-old son and, you know, we struggle with how much do we let him, you know, learn, you know, all the stuff that's out there and all the hangups about money and, and all that. And we don't want that. We want him to be empowered. And how much is, well, he's six. He doesn't need to know about everything. So I just thought it was beautiful about how you, you were doing that. And a lot of what you do, you share with me, came out of a three-week coma. Yep. So... I want to turn it over to you now. I want I want you to share your story about about you know life in a coma, coming out of the coma, and and how you created this amazing mission for yourself. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. I really appreciate that. And you are welcome to ask a question anytime. Of course, I'm going to answer. <laughs> and all of you, she she will. She will. All of you ask. She's amazing. <laughs> I have a video on YouTube that I uploaded like in 2011. And I get so many people who, who write comments saying, wow, she's still answering people. <laughs> it's like, well, if you're taking the time to ask the question, of course I'm gonna take the time to answer it. Oh, so yes, no, I, I was, I was in a three week coma. And I believe, I'm thinking we may have met before the coma, I can't remember, but uh, I was, I was focused on teaching children about money or helping parents teach children about money using really fun storytelling tools. Because if we think about it, who likes being told what to do, right? Am I right? Yes. And so it's much easier for us to learn valuable lessons through storytelling or through play acting or through games. Because now we're focused on the fun of it and we, we want to root for those characters. We, we want to, you know, help them succeed. And we cringe when they make a mistake and we're like, no, 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 don't do that. And, and so that's how we learn. And so I wanted to do something fun like that. So I focused all that time 
on helping parents teach their kids about money. And then I did, I got hit with a coma. Um, oddly enough, very similar to the coronavirus, I ended up with pneumonia in both lungs and it dropped my oxygen so low that they had to rush me to an ICU and our local hospital didn't have one. So in order to actually keep me alive during the transport, they had to put me into a medically induced coma, put a, a tube in me, and paralyze my body so I wouldn't move on the transport. And apparently I have no recollection of, of the days before being transported because my oxygen was so low I couldn't create memories. And But apparently this is what they told me, that when the doctor said, look, Amanda, we're going to have to transport you to a, a hospital with an ICU, that I was so exhausted, I just said, oh, sleep would be great, yes, please. <laughs> I can so see myself saying that, but I have no memory of it. And um, But yeah, that's kind of how I roll. I think I, I learned that from my mom, you know, things happen in life and you just use it and you move on. And uh, But I was supposed to be in the coma for only a couple of days while they transported me to the ICU, which luckily was just an hour away from our family because it could have been anywhere in the province of Ontario. I'm in Canada. So luckily it was close enough for my family to come and see me. But I developed ARDS, which is acute respiratory distress syndrome, which just really means my lungs gave out. My lungs no longer worked on their own and I was not going to survive unless I had somebody else breathing for me. And uh, so I actually ended up staying in the coma for three weeks. You can probably hear it on my voice. I am now a disabled lung patient <laughs> and it affects uh, my life, obviously. You're, you'll see me moving a lot. Um, I have to keep moving to keep the blood um, flowing back out of my extremities. And as I get tired, it does get more difficult for me to think. So just have patience with me. But um, it was honestly the most amazing experience of my life. I mean, obviously, tremendously scary. And I can't even imagine what my family went through. I actually went through a big depression, feeling like, you know, how awful I was to have put them through this. It's funny what we do to ourselves. And, um, but I, I woke up <laughs> and it was an incredible opportunity. I actually got to learn everything all over again, just like a baby. I had to learn how to breathe, I had to learn how to drink and eat and then talk, which was a story in itself, because my brain knew what I wanted to say, but I, I didn't have the ability to, to actually express it. So that was quite frustrating for someone who talks a lot, very frustrating. And could, could then you, I- Why could you do anything? Could you write or-, or you just, I could only move thoughts? a little bit. And you could yeah. My mom actually created a, a piece of paper with the alphabet on it, which was really clever, with the idea that I would point to the letters to, to explain what I wanted to say. But if I wanted to say the word cat, for example, I'd spell out dog. Like, my brain just couldn't, even though I could see the A was over there, my hand wouldn't go over there. And so it was, it was very frustrating, but I was very blessed because that only lasted a couple of days before I started to be able to communicate again. But I want to I want to ask you that really really interests me. What in that frustration? What thoughts did you have? I want to say cat. I can't say cat. Were there additional thoughts inside of your head about that frustration? What was that like? Yeah. Well, I was actually going through extreme ICU psychosis, which is coma nightmares. Um, during my coma, as they were waking me up, the the medications do a lot to your brain. 
and I had every single fear I'd ever had in my life, including the fear of losing my children, come into my coma dreams. And I felt that the hospital was a conspiracy and they were killing my children. And I had, you know, 10 days to find this crazy amount of money to pay the hospital to revive them. It, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. So as I started to wake up, I wanted to communicate because I wanted to to let everybody know we're in trouble. We need help. We're in trouble. We, and so it was incredibly difficult that I couldn't communicate because I couldn't share my fear. My my wife actually took a picture of me. I look so paranoid in that photo because I was seeing, even though my eyes were open and I was seeing what was around me, I was also seeing my dream world at the same time. So like the windows in the, the room were actually like windows, but they were computer monitors. You know, all these different things, it was, it was crazy. Um, in my dream, I was like transported from hospital to hospital, which never happened. I actually dreamt at one stage that I wanted to reach my son's cell phone, which was on another table across the room. My son didn't even have a cell phone, but in my dream he did, and I needed to get to it. I actually, in the real world, fell out of my bed and they'd strapped me in. So it was pretty incredible that I fell out of it and I bashed my head on the floor. In my dream, I got out of the bed, I wasn't strapped down and I smashed my head on the floor and I remember a huge bright light hitting me and then this incredible journey where they had to transport me here and there to, to check my brain. Whereas in reality, they did put me on a gurney and they got me down to do a you know an MRI to see if I was okay. So it was really interesting as my wife was going over all the things that had happened in the real world, we compared notes to the real world and my dream and things that were said in the real world did actually go into my dreams. I just didn't know them as real and my brain confused them. So like when I was panicking thinking, I need money to revive my children. Suddenly I got this message that all these lovely entrepreneurs in the world had gathered together and raised this huge amount of money just to support me and bring my children back to life, which again was the dream world. But in re the real world, my wife was actually telling me how her best friend had put together a campaign for us to help us fund the coma and, and the months that it was going to take for me to recover because I wasn't going to be able to work for quite a long time. And so it was funny how those things did go into the dream. But the cool thing I want to share with you today, Jonathan, that I'm really excited about is that something really amazing happened during the coma that kind of changed my mission, but also just made it larger. And that was that during my time where I was literally asleep fighting for my life, I was still earning passive income from the work I'd done years before without having to do anything. And I didn't even know this for, for months yet <clears throat> because it was gonna take months for me to get strong enough to actually get back on my computer. And when I did, and I realized how much traffic I'd gotten to my YouTube platform, to my websites, how much um, passive income had come in just from YouTube ad revenue, but also the sales of my courses and, and my books on Amazon and so on, it got me thinking, wow, like, okay, it wasn't enough at that time to pay for all of our bills. It wasn't even close, but I knew it was a numbers game. And I knew I'd figured out the code of how to do it. And so it was just a matter of continuing to build it. And I knew it was going to take a while because of my physical disability. But I was so excited to share this with my members. 
because I've been helping them teach their kids how to be smart with money, but I wanted to extend it and really help the parents learn how to create passive income so that if, you know, life hit them hard, like, oh, I don't know, a pandemic, <laughs> right? Then they could also have something coming in. Like I will never have to work again for, for what is still coming in. And I've learned more and more and I've made it grow. And I, I'm so excited to share all of that. So I've actually been working on a new program teaching how to, how to use the power of YouTube to create your own passive income. So, from, so, from your so you're in a coma. So it's amazing. You're, you're, you're in a coma and <laughs> your business is still running because that's yeah. how you set it up. Like that's, that in itself is, is unbelievable, right? Um, but of course you didn't really know that no until clue. you finally woke up and, and then you were able to really think again um that's that's amazing so well then 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 you so then you had to amp it up you learned how you, you had the little pieces and you began to amp it up so what what did you do so i first went back to what was driving the most traffic to my websites right if i wanted to share my courses on teaching children about money i needed to figure out which pieces and the way i had set up my youtube channel I had actually only used it really to begin with as a place to upload my videos, to host them for free. And then I just embedded them into my courses and I just had them like, so I wasn't using it as a place to promote. So I had a couple of different businesses and I was using it for family vlogs. Like literally there was cake decorating videos. There were financial education, but they were also just fun family adventures. I had sub channels for my kids. So as you can imagine, my viewers, and of course the algorithm were completely confused and had no idea what my channel was about. So it was amazing that a couple of them had actually gone viral, but I realized after looking at what I'd done, I'd accidentally given the algorithm exactly what it needed. And I hadn't done it on purpose, I'd just done it accidentally. So I needed to figure out how did I do that so that I could share it because my mission was to help people like, like yourself, Jonathan, and everybody on this, podcast and on this video how to take your passions because you want to do something that you're passionate about because you want to wake up excited right that excited life enthusiast and turn that into passive income and one thing I'd like to simply add before talking more about this is that it also helped me really deeply on a mental level because when I woke up as a severely disabled person who could no longer work the way I normally worked I suffered from extreme post-traumatic stress disorder and deep depression feeling like I had no purpose right? I couldn't do what I was doing before and so when I was able to see those statistics and see what I was able to create and I knew I wouldn't be able to do it as quickly as I had before but just the fact that I could do it again it gave me that that self-empowerment of my life is still worthy I can still provide value. I can still answer a question when somebody asks me a question, right? Yeah. And I think that's really important that you find something that obviously you're passionate about because you want to be excited to work on it, but that somehow empowers other people because that, that makes your life worthwhile. So, so what is it to, what, what is that to you? If you could sum that up, what's that purpose to you? Here's, Here's my purpose. It's gonna, it's gonna be written on your tombstone. And this is what you want people to remember about you, Amanda. She not only inspired me to follow my dreams, but she showed me how to do it. Mm. 
So a dream, that, well, it's really interesting because if you look at it, it's a dream to help other people's dreams. So then the it dream is. just keep growing. <laughs> it's like, and then we just get to live in a world of, of our dream lives, right? You, yes, yeah. we, all, we all get to live in our dream life if we choose it. So how do you do it? How did you, did you go back and figure out the algorithm? So you, you, you I don't know if you tricked the algorithm <laughs> or just, it just worked, but what did you yep. do to go back and, and re-engineer or whatever that is? Well, exactly. I went back to that, I, one of my videos, it was called How to Bake a Cake. Honestly, if you, if you Google search it, I'm like one of the first ones that show up. And I have been for like over a decade, which is incredible. And what I noticed was, first of all, when I started that video, I literally said, welcome. Today, I'm going to show you how to bake a cake, which seems so simple. But it told the algorithm what I was doing, right? It told my viewers what they could expect. And because it's like how to bake a cake, people who want to bake a cake know that there are going to be many steps. It made them want to watch my whole video. And trust me, it was a long video. <laughs> Because it was one of the first ones I ever did, and I didn't do it intentionally to be a YouTuber, so I didn't know what I was doing. And I happened to put in the description, you know, you know, watch my video because I'm going to show you how to bake a cake. No idea that I was, again, telling the algorithm. And in the keywords, I've had just a couple of handful of good ones. So then I started to research. I started to look for successful YouTubers and started to look at their videos, and I started to See, what were they doing? And I found apps that you could add to your YouTube channel for free that could help you do research on your keywords. But also, more importantly, Jonathan, it's not about finding um, keywords in themselves. It's about finding a market that's actually looking for your video, right? So it's like there happened to be a market that really wanted to know how to bake a cake. Had I written vanilla cake, I would have been competing with millions of videos. Right? It happens to be a vanilla cake, right? If I'd said sponge cake, again, I would have been competing with millions of people. Now that video ranks really highly for those terms because I happened to choose a term that a lot of people were looking for that hardly anybody was actually promoting because I was very generic. I said how to bake a cake. Everybody else is very specific. <laughs> Go figure. It's the opposite, right? This is really interesting because in in the entrepreneurial world, you know, for those entrepreneurs who who are watching this, because um, this is kind of a a story together about 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 how you really live life after a coma, but also how you create a successful business, right? Where this is all combined yeah. into one. And what, what we keep getting told is, no, you got to niche it down, niche it down, niche it down, find, find that, find the, yeah. you know, the smallest, you know, <laughs> that, and then, and then go all into them. But you're saying, no, not sponge cake, not vanilla cake. <laughs> hey, it's, it's more about just searching for what people are looking for. And then that's where the niching down comes in. Because, so my original cake video, for the first couple of years, honestly, Jonathan, it got no traction at all. It didn't rank, it didn't earn any ad revenue, nothing. And then I did this thing that, trust me, everybody listening and watching today, you don't have to do this. This is just what I did that happened to get the algorithm interested. And that was that a friend of mine had said, let's do a 90 day challenge where we upload a video every single day for 90 days. And don't worry, you don't have to do that. But what it did is because my, my channel was so completely a mishmash of content, as I was uploading these videos, I got very specific into the kind of videos I was uploading. 
And I was really focusing on two niches, which were the cake decorating and the financial education for families. So it kept seeing those kind of videos constantly coming on. And I got my children to, to do it as well, but they also chose very specific niches. My daughter talked only about Barbies. My son talked mainly about Minecraft. So we rank really highly for those four, you know, four key phrases. But the point with the how to bake a cake, when I went back into my video and I started to actually learn what I was supposed to be doing, and there, there are so many little tricks, I actually now have a checklist to make it so much easier, and I give it away for free, so you can share that later if you want. But um, what I found was I started to manipulate the video, and not just how to bake a cake, but I found the niching down how to bake a cake from scratch, how to bake a cake at home, how to bake a cake for beginners, how to bake a cake with an oven. It's surprising the amount of people that are looking for how to bake a cake with an oven. And then how to bake a cake with no butter or no milk. Well, it was a sponge cake, so there is there is no butter or milk in it, or oil, which was again, just um, so, by accident. So did, you, it, did yeah. you experiment with these new keywords or you found yeah. or there was something that told you this is what people are looking for, so you can now direct it to them? How, how did so that I experimented. I definitely experimented and I saw spikes and then I saw drastic drops. And then I started to learn how to organize them. And now if you go to my channel and if you have the special tools that uh, I use, like one of them is called TubeBuddy. The other one's called VidIQ. You can get them for free. But um, they link to YouTube and they'll show you how you rank compared to other people. And I was able to organize my key phrases and then I reorganized the description. Plus, I realized people want to be able to just see the recipe. So I added that right in the description. And I did this with my other videos. So that cake video, one month, it suddenly earned 20 cents. And again, I know it's like, oh, wow, 20 cents. But it earned 20 cents without me working for it. A year later, it suddenly earned $20. The cake had cost less than $20 to make, right? But then it consistently earned $20 every single month. So I was getting 100% ROI every single month. And this was before I started to do the um, all the, the searches. That was actually during the time of the coma that had surprised me. The algorithm had kind of figured it out because that 90-day challenge had happened before the coma. So after the coma, <clears throat> when I had the chance and the time because I couldn't do anything else to really research everything, and I changed all the metadata in my video, and then I started changing it in the other videos, that video now earns about $300 a month on the one video in ad revenue, not to mention the traffic that is driving to my, you know, Clevered Cakes website, right? So... Even if you upload a video incorrectly to begin with, there are little metadata tricks that you can do and little tricks that you can add to your videos that YouTube allows that can still make it work, which is amazing. So I'm so excited to share that. But even more, my new videos, every time I upload one, they get listed on the first page of YouTube, but also on the very first page of Google for free because I now know how I'm doing it. Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. Like, it's just, it's crazy. And here's what I so want to highlight for people listening, because most of us, well, it, it made nothing or it made 20 cents and like, okay, well, we can't do this. I'm done. And I'm going to find an, another shining star. And, and yeah. then it makes nothing or 20 cents. And we go, okay, that doesn't work. I'm going to go after another shiny star. And it was 20 cents. And then it was $20. And then it's $300. 
which, okay, not a lot, but one video, and there are lots of videos. So, and it's funny, because I, I was just listening to a, a teacher, um, his name's Mike Dooley, beautiful right. teacher. Yeah. Um, and, and he was kind of, you know, someone was asking him about, you know, he has a huge, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people follow this guy now. He has lots of books, but he says, well, when I started, my first email went to 36 people. Yeah, and exactly. A hundred. And then, and then it was like that for a long time. Then it was a thousand. And, and it's about not, it, it's about digging the hole, not, not keep going after. It's like, I got this. Exactly. How do I make this work? Yes. Sometimes there's a time you got to give up and move on to something else. But honestly, more often it's, how do I make this that I believe in? This is my passion. If I keep doing it, if I believe, yeah. it will work. And I love that you went through that whole process. Well, I was raised by entrepreneurs, so I knew the value of passive income. And then of course, going through the coma, I really knew the value of creating passive income because we cannot rely on the fact that we will be in perfect health for the rest of our lives. Obviously, that is our aim, and we have to have the mindset that we will, but we need to understand that we need to create ways that are going to support us. You know, everybody is saving for retirement. Well, why not focus instead on saving for a lump sum for down the track for an amount of time that you don't even know how long it is? Focus on just covering your expenses on a monthly basis and then growing it, right? So what, so what do I, what do I have to, okay. So I have all these videos. Right? <laughs> I, I'm not as big as Amanda yet. It's amazing. She's even, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so grateful, but I've, I've wanted to talk to you for so long. Um, so, okay. So, so what do I do? What, what do I have to do to go into those old videos so that my new ones can, can be there for, for people? What do, what do I, cause I know other people are watching this too going, yeah, that that's me. I got, I got this. So what do we do? And before I tell you that, just for anybody who's watching going, I don't want to be on YouTube, right? It's like these strategies work for different platforms as well. And but keep in mind that YouTube is a search engine. It's not just social media. It's owned by Google. Therefore, Google is going to highlight YouTube videos first for free. And that is massively key. Like that is amazing. And you don't have to have your face on it you could literally just do screen captures with text whatever it is or you get somebody else who is the face of, of the product or the service so it doesn't have to be used so don't let that stop you from doing this okay i just wanted to put that out there first don't stop and then you the next thing do it don't stop <laughs> exactly i'm just going to do a really quick run through and again jonathan you can share the checklist later um because yeah, I'll, put, I'll put in the link so everyone can yeah because then they can print it off and then just literally every time you upload a video you just make sure you're doing all these things and it'll make a huge difference but the checklist is basically one uh, strategy is make sure every video that you upload before you upload it name your video the key oh, phrase i need to pause you alexa stop <laughs> that's life is YouTube. Okay, now no worries. Go. <laughs> tell me. Yeah, so before you upload a video, name the, the actual file name of that video your main key phrase. All right, so do that first. I did not do that with the How to Bake a Cake video, so it's amazing. The amount of things I didn't do, and yet it still did well, just imagine how well it would be doing if I'd done everything what I've learned. So that's the first one. Make sure it's in your title. But don't just have a title with a key phrase because some key phrases don't make any sense. So make it so a person wants to read it, that a person wants to figure out, well, what is in this video? You know, put it in your tags, which 
if you don't know what I mean, when you upload a video to YouTube, it gives you the option to put in what are called tags, which is the same as key phrases. And then put it in your description in that first sentence because that first sentence is visible right away. Anything further down, they have to press on that show more. So make sure it's right in there. Like today, I'm not going to show you how to bake a cake, but I'm going to show you how to do it without butter, milk, or oil, right? Make it exciting. And have a call to action right in that first little bit as well. Because again, people don't click on the show more. So if you have a specific purpose for your video, make sure it's right there. All right, and then promote your video. Watch your own video and learn what you do well and what you can improve on. And don't worry, I know you're gonna be hard on yourself, but it gets easier, it really does. After a while, you start watching yourself as a product rather than that you're, you're you know, judging yourself. It really does get easier. You stop worrying about, oh, your hair is out of, <laughs> <laughs> out of place or whatever, which mine always is because it's gotten really frizzy since the coma. And but focus on the quality of your video. See, YouTube pay a lot of attention to videos that people watch all the way through. And the only way to get people to watch all the way through is if you really give them your best self. And that doesn't mean it has to be fancy. It just means whatever information or whatever entertainment you are providing, it has to be interesting. It has to be important to that person watching it and then there are little tricks that you can do saying you know okay i'm going to show you how to bake a cake but at the end i'm also going to show you the best icing that you can use for this cake but before we get that you need to know this other thing that's going to come up in about five minutes that you're giving them little tidbits of what to look forward to but not specifically where so they don't like to scroll through like there are lots of little tips so those are a couple of things there I, I so yeah quality the is world, important so I come from the radio world, yeah. so we call those teasers, right? You always have to put teasers yeah. in. So, so put teasers <laughs> in your YouTube videos. Exactly, exactly, yes. And for anybody watching and wondering, this is an inhaler. I'm not on some crazy drug. <laughs> it's just salt, but it helps to release the mucus. Awesome. So any, what, what, else, what else should we know? We're, we're gonna include the, the links and, and checklists yeah. and, and we'll have all that there. What, what else should we know? Um, before before we go, what do we what do we need? All so right, so one one last tidbit to do. So it is going to be really hard to rank against other popular videos that have a main key phrase that has a lot of interest and a lot of competition. All right, so if you find a key phrase that has a lot of interest and a lot of competition, so like for example a vanilla cake, right? Instead of doing vanilla cake, you say how to make a vanilla cake without any butter. Right, you're adding extra little pieces that other people are looking for that have the main key phrase in there, but you're adding that little extra long tail, it's called, so that YouTube know, okay, you're the only person offering that. So people who are looking for that, I'm going to show. And then once you get ranked as the guru, as the expert in how to make a vanilla cake without any butter, then when people start looking for how to make a vanilla cake, they're like, oh, people really like that one. Well, it is a vanilla cake, so I'm going to show it to you. Right. And so is there a way to find out those those extra, you know, long tail words that people are searching one for? Of, or we yeah, just one of the it? easiest ways is literally just go to YouTube and go to Google and type it in the search and the search drops down the most um, popular terms oh. right there. That is like your first place. It's the Google free. search where they start filling in your words. Yeah, literally go there in, today after this. 
go to Google and to YouTube and type in how to bake a cake and see what the first options are and you'll see. And then go to my video and you'll see that those are in there. That's brilliant. Yeah, and it's free, all right? <laughs> wow. Yep. Huh. Oh, this is, that's brilliant. <laughs> and you figured this out after a coma. That your, your brain is obviously working again. Oh, and until about two o'clock in the afternoon and then it's choked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am so glad that I had this, this opportunity to, to spend time with you and to be with you. I'm grateful for how you helped me at the very, very, very beginning. I'm grateful for, um, for everything you just shared now and your story. And, um, and yeah, I want, I'm going to bring you on again sometime because. Oh, thank you. I have, I have, I have the, the, oh. the chills now. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you Jonathan the link where anybody who's watching this can learn it's it's kind of like the the umbrella link so that if you have children you can get those free gifts that Jonathan mentioned before but if you're interested in the YouTube thing I'm actually working on a master class right now which will be free cool. so it'll all be on one page to make it nice and easy for you so I'll give that to you and you can pop that in the link below. And when you do that let me know so we can share it yep, um, exactly. and uh, so it'll be in the links but but why, why don't you tell us for those that, that might be listening where to yep. find you I want I want to work with, I want to work with you now I want you to help me figure this out where do I go to find you Honestly, just go to amandavandergulick.com. So that's Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A, -A -A, Van, B-A-N, Der, D-E-R, Gulick, G-U-L-I-K.com. Just all together, all small. And I'll, that's just my main umbrella page. And that will, if you're interested in cakes, you'll find the cake link. If you're interested in financial education, you'll find that. And right now I have got my masterclass sign up list there for the YouTube strategies. So and that's the easiest place. You know, I and I just want to say, um, not only do you get the this amazing information, I mean, that was amazing what, what you shared. Um, you get somebody who cares and uh -huh with heart. And honestly, that's one of the most important things when you, you choose to work with someone or follow someone or whatever it is. So thank you, Amanda, for your time. Thank you for being here. Much love to you. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you everybody for watching. <laughs> we'll see you next time.